Welcome to Motivation Station Podcast, the hottest motivation show in your suburbs. Do you feel the daily routine is catching up and you need an extra dose of positivity? No more blue days. We will share how to rewind the time, live a happier life without stress or negativity. Are you a champion of your game? Let's go to Actionville. Introducing a woman who believes happiness is a direction and not a place, the host of Motivation Station Podcast, Tatiana D. She's on fire. Our guest today is Yvette Burke. She's a business owner and also an outreach manager for the uh, Little Angels Project, a veterinary organization that responds during disasters and has been supporting pet owners in the need during pandemic. She calls herself a crazy cat lady, and she is a COVID-19 survivor, still recovering. She graciously agreed to share her experience and her journey to the recovery because it is so important indeed to spread positivity, to give people hope so they would know that um, because media right now talking mostly about the dying and the death numbers and how there is no uh, rooms in the hospitals. And somehow we barely ever hear anything about people who actually did recover and those are many. So Yvette is one of those, and I'm really grateful that she uh, agreed to share her experience with me and with all of us. Uh, so there she is. Hi, Yvette. How are you doing today, and how are you feeling today? Hi, Tatiana. I am doing okay today. Today was a better day. Uh, some days are better than others in the process of recovery, and as somebody in recovery will will tell you, it is going to be a long process. Everybody heals at a different yes. rate, and I am considered a senior citizen, so it's probably going to take longer than perhaps somebody younger. I understand, and yes, it's indeed true. So Yvette, what were the symptoms you were having before you got tested positive? You know, it's, it's interesting about the symptoms that people get. For me, I had started with a sinus infection. And we hear all kinds of things that confuse people about the symptoms. And some people say, oh, it's just like the flu. But with the flu, you know there were set symptoms. You know you're going to have a cough. You know you're going to have a fever. You know certain things with the flu, like body aches and runny nose, run a course of you're going to have it seven days, and then you're done. With COVID, it's multiple symptoms, and almost everybody has a different set of symptoms. For, for me, my symptoms started with the sinus infection, but then I started to get things like vertigo. And I found myself mm. getting off the bed and getting so dizzy, the room was just spinning. 
And I thought, well, maybe that's coming off of pressure from the sinus infection. Mm -hmm. And finally, I said, well, I'm using holistic products. Let me try one of these over-the-counter zinc products that's supposed to be great for cutting a cold short and see if it works. And I used it at night, woke up in the morning, no taste, no smell. And Mm -hmm. I said, now I'm really getting concerned that this is something more than a sinus infection. Mm -hmm. And I have multiple autoimmune issues. So the concern with my healthcare professionals always were, given your circumstances, if you got COVID, there's a good possibility you won't survive, which that kind of negativity, I don't appreciate in my life. I try to always put the positive first. I said, that's your opinion. What do I need to do to improve my survival rate? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I have a type of arthritis called ankylosing spondylitis where my ribs are fusing, my spine has fusing, you breathe more shallow because you can't expand the rib cage. And I said, you know, I, I'm going to accept I'm a COVID-19 statistic and that I got it, but I'm not going to become a statistic in dying from it. What do I need to do to increase my chances of survival? And I was really cautious. I wore my mask. I used the hand sanitizer, limited my time out when I would go to the market or a pet store. Uh, I didn't dine out. I wasn't gathering with friends. I was extremely careful. And yet it caught me. Yeah. I understand. Hmm. I really appreciate how you mentioning that you decided from the get-go that you're not going to be one of the statistics for dying and you're taking charge of your own life. That speaks volumes, and I hope other people will pick up on that because that is very important. It depends. We depend on ourselves. The mind works. That's how it has to be. If we cannot be positive, then something bad gonna happen so that's important uh so how did you find out that you were positive well i made the decision to go over to my hmo's mobile site and said i need to get tested just to be sure and i kept thinking oh it's just a sinus infection maybe there's some other things going on but it's just a sinus infection And they did both the nasal swab and the throat swab. And they said, if it's positive, you will get a message within 24 hours. If it's negative, it may take up to five days to get a message. Mm -hmm. And went home. And and basically, I, I am used to hibernating through flu season. I stock up my house and I make sure I don't make a lot of trips normally just because of my autoimmune issues. So I being in my home, I work from home, it, it hasn't bothered me to do that. But the reality of becoming sick and living alone, it, it sort of became very real once I took the test. Yeah. 
yes. test that what if this is positive? And 24 hours went by, I didn't get a message, and it took 36 hours, and suddenly I got the email that said both tests were positive. And I was stunned. Of course. How did you handle the news? Did you do anything different? I, because I'd already been isolating, had prepared myself that if I needed to be home, I had everything I needed. Mm -hmm. But what I started to do is I have a very dear friend who is into holistic medicine. And I said, I need to know what else I can do to build my immunity, fight the virus, uh, survive this. Exactly. And she began with a list of items that, and, I, and I'm not trying to sell product, and I'm not saying that this is something everybody should try. I always check with your doctors if it, if it is items that can go with any medications you may be taking. But mm -hmm. I started doing the things like the dark cherry and the uh, multi-omega mm -hmm. and the mangosteen. Uh, lots of vitamin C and D3 and, and just increasing all the things that were antiviral, anti-inflammatory. Uh, uh, I also made sure to do breathing exercises mm -hmm. because the, the main component that hits is the people will lay in bed because they're sick and begin to accumulate fluid in their lungs. Mucus, yes. And once you get that fluid, it leads to the pneumonia. And then it's much harder to fight. And I know you've been going through your own pneumonia battle. And, yes. you know, we discussed how you, you can't just lay down. You need to yes, sit up. Absolutely. You sit have in a to chair. up. Yes. Force your body to move. Uh, you know, I'm not saying go jogging, but you have to push the air in and out of your lungs. Yes. Um, I, I have HEPA filtration normally going, but I added on my humidifiers because having the heat running made the house too dry. Having the humidity in made it more comfortable. Exactly. Uh, <coughs> still have the cough. Still have the uh, but my, my, my HMO was very clear that unless you're hospitalized, you're not going to get any of those magical antiviral medications yeah. that you see people getting on TV. And you don't want to be hospitalized. So how do you, as a layperson, encourage your body to do more? Uh, so for me, it was making sure I got on products that, that would help fight the virus for me. Yeah. I kind of you know uh, will be um, um, compiling the list from all those holistic advices and stuff, and I will include it as a free download sometimes in the following weeks. So people who are interested would be able to get some extra resources. So, yeah, I really want to, you know, help as much as I can because, yes, myself, I'm not talking about myself, but I have yet. But I also am going through 
recovery and uh, it's going to take a couple of months for me to get rid of pneumonia and asthma which got added on to it so it's kind of long process um, so another question comes to mind what is your advice to those people who are afraid of the virus, who still do not understand how serious the whole thing is, and those who still think that it's a hoax? Well, first and foremost, it's not a hoax. It's very real. I think that people need to understand that the CDC and the health organizations are working hard to understand the virus as the virus changes every single day. Yes. And that's what confuses people. You might have two symptoms. I might have 10 symptoms. Somebody else is going to have 15 symptoms. And suddenly the person who only had two symptoms dies, but the person with the 15 symptoms recovers. And they're not quite understanding yes. how it spreads. Is there some kind of DNA component uh, to who gets a worse case? Or are people just waiting too long? Yes, every year we get the flu season. Every year people die from the flu. But this isn't the flu. Yeah. It, it, it's like the flu, pardon the expression on steroids. It, it doesn't know what it's doing. It turns manic. Uh, um, people are, are being uh, cavalier about their actions. First and foremost, you have to wear a mask. That is a barrier between you and the virus, not just COVID, any of the viruses exactly. right now, whether it's a flu virus or any other virus. Then you have to look at the fact that if you're wearing a mask, think of mask as underwear for your face. You wouldn't wear the same pair of underwear every day. You gotta change and wash your mask. So you and if you go out and you've gone to the market and you put the mask on. When you take the mask off, take it off away from your face. I see people pull it down under their nose or under their chin. Then you're breathing everything back up that was on the surface of that mask that exactly. was protecting you. Exactly. So it's, it's sort of learning how to wear a mask 101. It's the same thing when people wear the mask under their nose. Your nose is a connection to your lungs. It has to be covered. Exactly. There are some that say your eyes should be covered, but you know they're not sure how it's spreading, and they're doing their best to protect us. Wear the mask. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and that's point one. Point two is hygiene. So you've worn your mask, and you've come out of that supermarket. And you take the mask off with your hands, put it in a baggie so that you don't put it back on again and take that contamination right back to your face if you're going to another place and have the hand sanitizer there to sanitize your hands. Because one of the things that when I spoke both with my HMO representative for uh, tracking COVID as well as the CDC said, a lot of people are taking their masks off and on, off and on, 
they're they're recontaminating themselves and it may be as simple as somebody walked down a grocery aisle and sneezed before you walked down that grocery aisle and those particles that even came through their mask you've just walked through and collected so when you're out in public with people and you go home wash your clothes wash your mask just take those extra precautions to reduce your exposure. Yeah, indeed. And you know what, actually? It never occurred to me, I have to be very honest. It never occurred to me that what you're talking about, like like when we pull the masks down and stuff and then pull them back up, we can recontaminate uh, ourselves. So thank you for this um wonderful suggestions because now i'm gonna start keeping with me like three or four masks if i go to two different stores i will keep each in each store i'm gonna wear a different mask yes because you don't know if that surface is contaminated and i've actually seen people they take the mask off they toss it on their car seat say and then when they go to put it back on, they're putting it on with the side that's already been to the exterior, right back to the front of their face. And so now, yeah. again, you've just breathed in everything that was on the exterior of the mask. What you were supposed not to be supposedly breathing in, you just did. Exactly. Yes. Huh. That's that's good point. Excellent point. And, of course, we need to try to do our best to avoid the those gatherings. It's the benefit of your hosting this is that you get a lot of other people sharing information that maybe the media isn't getting the word out on, and that that's the benefit. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank is you. Is that that's, you're getting the word point. out? That was my point. That's what was was my point uh, because I got irritated that we are not getting enough information. Because, oh, as I mentioned earlier, all we're talking about is about those who are dying. We need to start talking about with those who survived. Like your tips about how to properly wear masks and why we need to have two masks. You're the first one I've heard it from in all these nine months. So Excellent. I hope I will be well, able I'm to deliver a little that. bit. Deliver a little bit. Um, so um, what helped you to get through this virus? There have been a number of things. Um, one has been the holistic. Two has been accepting help. I have had friends who say, what can I do? What can I do for you? And I am very much the kind of person that I could do it myself. I've had to do for myself for many years. It's exactly. hard to say, oh, do something for me. That's hardest part. I know I'm the same way. And, and having a friend say, I want to bring you fresh oranges from my tree or lemons from my tree, or I just made some vegetarian Thai uh, coconut soup and I want to bring it to you. I would be very remiss to not accept that help right now. Exactly. exactly. Because first of all, it's comforting to them to help. And it's part of my healing that there's a reassurance of people who care. I call those people my tribe because yes. I was overblown with the amount of um, people's attention and the love uh, 
uh, which was extended to me because in my case, we got sick, all three of us, my both children and I, we were like a domino game, my daughter, then me and my son. And it's all during the Thanksgiving. So my friend, she she just surprised us. She cooked us a Thanksgiving dinner. She brought everything, put it on the floor outside of the door, knocked on the door and the left, and she left. And then she called me from the uh, her phone and saying, like, I brought you guys dinner. It's right outside of your door. That's just beautiful. just beautiful. And God bless her. And it just warmed our hearts. And, you know, on Thanksgiving Day, we didn't even have energy. We ordered pizza because we never had any energy to cook anything. Three of us were sick. So that's amazing. So, and, um, yes. And, and that's part of it for me has been the bone crushing fatigue that I get yes, from this. Absolutely. It's my, my body. It, it, it's like my body will suddenly say, okay, you've been awake two hours. It's time now to take a two-hour nap, exactly. and I have to stop and do it. And, and listening to your body, and if that's what your body needs, do it. Um, you know, some of the other things that, that I appreciated was – just the community of Facebook friends that I had from different areas. Yes. Those that were part of my professional circle from, from my one business, those that knew me from the animal rescue community, everybody who was saying, I'm adding you to my prayer list. Is there anything you need? Um, you know, hey, I see you're up. It's three o'clock in the morning, and you're you're posting things on Facebook. Are you okay? Because you suddenly will find that you you'll get up and you're having a coughing spell, and yes. you know what do you want to do? And you you can get into a negative space, or quite frankly, you can go on Facebook, read things that make you laugh, and just let that laughing cough the phlegm out. As rude as that sounds, exactly, exactly. It's a positive thing to have and to do. And there are other people with other battles in their lives. And you don't feel quite as alone when you reach exactly. out to each other. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm glad that you are using those words about positivity, um, you know, taking over the negativity. That's indeed important because... Um, that's what keeps us going in this life, and uh, that's um, the point of my podcast because it's called The Motivation Station. It's about positivity, and I really love hearing stories, how people, you know, keep going and uh, what makes them happy, what makes them tick. So um, what makes you excited in life besides COVID, <laughs> battling COVID? <laughs> Well, I, I, I do have a wicked sense of humor and, and, you know, that's something that anybody who goes to my Facebook page sees and I happen to love animals and have been blessed to be able to work with some marvelous rescue organizations and Wonderful. The, um, as a result, I've taken in my own menagerie of, of cats that are would be abandoned by, by owners that did, felt they were too old or they had health issues. Mm -hmm. And I guess from my own, own personal life, I say, you know what? I wouldn't want to be abandoned or considered too old because of my health issues surrendered somewhere. 
So I take those cats in and they get the uh, Lawrence Welk Village of, of Cat World in my house and, and I enjoy their company and they enjoy mine. That's wonderful. That's what, how many cats do you have? Enough. Ah, that's good. That's good. I have just two and it's enough for me, but I kind of have feeling that you have more enough than two. Yeah, yeah, more than two. That's cool. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yvette, you gave us very interesting and important information and I cannot thank you enough for sharing with us your journey i'm wishing you the best of luck the best of health and hopefully you will uh, get better in no time and the next time when you and i are talking we're going to be talking about cats some other positive stuff and something else and we will laugh how covid would be finally behind us because somebody yeah. sent me somebody sent me a really cool joke kind of joke uh, somebody sent me a little thing where it says like 2020 was the shortest year ever. And I am saying why? Because it was January, February, quarantine, and December. That's it. Yes. So hopefully yes. I would love to wish everyone the best of health and hopefully next year, sooner than later, the whole thing or deal will be finally behind us. That and, and I be. would like to add if there's one takeaway we can make a choice about positivity in our life that we can choose to either be a victim of our circumstance or a victor and i choose yes. to have my victory over absolutely. covid absolutely absolutely that's the best way to finish this conversation so i'm wishing you the best of luck and um happy new year uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And let's forget about the COVID in the next year. Thank Amen. you so much. Amen to that. Thank you. A very happy, healthier New Year to you too. Thank you.